This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. No matter how you Okay, people, pretty impactful episode of Forever News this week. We got a few cancellations, big series going down the tubes. We got some big anime announcements. We got some interesting stuff regarding another rise and fall. So I guess let's get started, people. Okay, people, so for starters, very, very big anime announcements. You may have heard over the last couple of days, but in case you didn't, the series Spy family or spy x family has been confirmed to be getting an anime and the studios that are attached to it pretty big stuff now we just heard not that long ago that there was a big announcement regarding wit studio former studio to attack on titan and villain saga that they were having some financial issues well seems as though at the very least in this co-production they may be making a little bit of money because spy family very very big manga title hasn't even gotten an anime yet and it's selling better than a good chunk of stuff that are in the main shonen jump magazine and it's a shonen jump plus title at that however wit studio is attached but they're doing this in collaboration with cloverworks studio let's read the article big stuff here though spy family it's gonna be humongous let's read spy family domestic spy comedy manga gets tv anime in 2022 a website opened on monday to confirm that tatsuya endo spy family manga is getting a tv anime adaptation that will start in 2022 kazuhiro furuhashi who did mobile suit gundam unicorn which looked really good veroni kenshin get backers and 2019's dororo which was phenomenal is directing the anime at wit studio and cloverworks kazuaki shimada the promised neverland Ugh. well okay it's just the character designers designing the characters and no name who did fairy gone doro hidoro and sakura quest is the music composer which uh, doro hidoro is actually a very highly regarded series takuya eguchi will star in the anime as lloyd forger and there was actually a trailer that was released for it where we got a few different images alongside a couple of pieces of animation and this is going to be a big one. I ain't gonna lie. It's gonna be interesting to see how people react to this one because it's not the normal, you know, oh my god, it's an action shonen. It's Jujutsu Kaisen. It's My Hero Academia. It's Demon Slayer. It's Black Clover. It's not that at all, but there is some action and some crazy stuff that happens in it because, again, it's like a, a comedy series with some serious nature to it and suspense. So it's gonna be interesting to see how this goes. If this is actually gonna, I, I, well, I'm not gonna doubt is it going to take off. It's just how far is it going to to go because again i could see with the female audience it's hands down going to go i could see when it comes to like family oriented stuff that you know people could go and watch this together that's going to go i'm just curious to see is it going to take with people again like the action shonen people that are the majority of the fandom like you know a lot of people they love their attack on titans their jujutsu kaisen all of that stuff are they going to actually latch on to this because it's really good from the 
I want to say handful or so of chapters that I read, I was actually like, yo, this is something a little bit different and I like it. So we got to wait and see, but definitely I I'm calling it right now, regardless whether the action people or not join in this is going to be a big one it is already selling gangbusters over there in japan very popular and now you got wit studio in collaboration with cloverworks so even if wit studio may not have like the best financial situation at the moment they're going to be working with another studio to get this done and i'm excited i ain't gonna lie i think that this is going to be very fun and enjoyable i'm looking forward to it next up while we're on the topic of spy family it says spy family has reached 12.5 million copies copies in circulation the manga which is crazy we're just getting an anime announcement now and already over 12 million sales and i think it was just what a few weeks ago that we got confirmation it was 12 million now it's 12.5 that's insane spy family it's going to be huge again i just keep on gotta add in there that i wonder if the action people are going to take to it or not because it's not an action series although there is some action oriented stuff in there i mean if you look at the trailer alone it kind of teases a little bit of that and since we're on the topic of circulation numbers it says as well when it comes to another big series b stars Pado itagaki's b stars manga crosses 7.5 million copies in circulation Pado itagaki announced on wednesday on the first anniversary of the completion of her b stars manga that the series has crossed 7.5 million copies in circulation and studio orange announced in july that the tv anime adaptation of the manga will have a new arc netflix japan also announced the anime's new arc and it opened a new website so b stars going strong as well another series that is a little bit different than the norm of blowing up because b stars is pretty freaking popular i actually really enjoyed it and in fact it was so popular and netflix is i guess really pushing the agenda so heavy that in case you're unfamiliar with it there's a series called you it's a live action series about this weirdo stalker that he stalks women and shit like that he actually did a little parody reading of him like following somebody in the manga section and they're like reading b stars and he's like b stars no not not you you prefer to get your black and gray morality elsewhere it was phenomenal if you are a fan of you you definitely should check out that clip they have the actual guy that plays the main character joe narrating the scene and it's hilarious shout outs to b stars shout outs to spy family all a bunch of great stuff and a breath of fresh air for anime and manga in general like different type of titles blowing up on a mainstream scale awesome to see hello you oh the manga section okay you have my attention beast stars no not you you prefer to get your black and gray morality elsewhere moving forward something interesting for what's to come in terms of stuff blowing up because it says here that the elusive samurai and blue box are respectively the fourth and fifth best-selling volume ones in japan's 2021 third quarter from july to september the elusive samurai is from the same author as assassination classroom that's his latest work and blue box is like the new romance slash sports series that is in shonen jump that is really interesting to note. Again, I've been really more so interested in Elusive Samurai, but a lot of y'all have been telling me, yo, you got to check out Blue Box as well because I've been hearing some great things. So I might check out both of them, but more so the Elusive Samurai. It just sounds a little bit different. So I'm excited about that. And either way, they might be next up. Like right now, I'm almost certain that Marshall and Undead Unluck are going to be the next ones to get anime. But then maybe by the end of next year or middle of 2024 we might get anime announcements or adaptations for both of these because they're early but they're early and rising quickly 
Moving forward, let's give a big nod to Hiro Mashima, creator of Fairy Tail Eden Zero, Raid Master. This man is a jack of all trades. And uh, in case you don't remember, it was announced a few months back that he was working on the character designs for an upcoming mobile game. They actually gave him the task of it. And if you look at the art of the mobile game, it actually looks straight up like a you know Hiro Mashima designed game. And it says here on Wednesday, October 27, Gates of Nightmares surpassed 1 million downloads in Japan. In in one day congrats to Hiromashima and all the staff and Hiromashima he's very much so interested in doing gaming and on top of that I just don't understand how the man has enough time to do all of it because he's doing Eden Zero and a lot of people are saying Eden Zero is really really good right now so you can't say oh he's slacking on his main manga no he's working on Eden Zero we just had season one of the anime came out he's also working on Fairy Tale 100 Years Quest that got an anime coming out he's doing this game he's working on learning how to develop games on his own time this man is a monster a genius with the success a million downloads in a single day in japan insanity like awesome stuff hiromashima like i respect the hustle it inspires me i want to go and do more like that that's all that it does for me like i gotta go do more what am i doing i gotta get back and work on other stuff i got other projects i got my manga that i'm working on i got just yeah Hiromashima, inspiration of the century when it comes to mangaka. Moving forward, I found this to be interesting and somewhat important, I would say. It says here, the complete works of Akira creator Katsuhiro Otomo will be released on January 21st, 2022 in Japan. And it was originally scheduled for 2021. However, it had to be delayed. It was probably like earlier in the year or something like that. But yeah, Katsuhiro uh, Otomo is one of the most inspiring, like, Akira has inspired millions of freaking different things like between stories, games, all sorts of stuff. I'm just looking right now, the cover of the latest issue of Static Shock, the revival, the design of it was inspired by Akira. Like Akira is one of the most inspirational things. So something like that, a complete works of the creator. I got to see what that's all about. And the cover, it's like, it seems as though it's just a Japanese woman by a tree, but like it nicely painted and yeah i'm excited also now that i look at it the colors of it kind of looks like the, the main character of akita like the same kind of color of his suit this is her dress and complete works of akita creator very very big on the i need to buy at some given point list okay people this story next up is something very very important i feel because it's showing what i've been hearing for a few years now regarding china little by little infiltrating the anime and manga market and if this is actually uh what it says to be then little by little the industry is going to change and china is starting to buy things up in japan let's read Chinese internet conglomerate Tencent to invest in Kadokawa. Publisher Kadokawa announced on Friday that Chinese internet conglomerate Tencent Holdings will acquire a 6.86% stake in Kadokawa for 30 billion yen, about $264 million, and become the company's third largest shareholder. Hong Kong-based Tencent subsidiary Sixjoy will buy 4.86 million shares for about $54 million per share, which is a 2.3% premium to its closing price the transaction is expected to take place between november 15th and 26th katakawa stated it will enter an agreement with tencent group for the anime business to further promote the company's ip based global media mix and to form a capital alliance with tencent group the company will invest the entire proceeds and content by march 2024 this includes securing editors and producers the master trust bank of japan and kakao based investment fund k 
KASD and H remain Kadokawa's first and second largest shareholder following the transaction and former representative director and president Nobuo Kawakami will become the fourth largest. Earlier this year, Kadokawa formed the Capital Alliance with Cyber Agent Inc. and Sony to strengthen its game and animation businesses. The company's goals are to strengthen the global media mix strategy to expand Kadokawa's IPs worldwide and to cooperate with Cyber Agent and Sony for mutual exploitation of each other's businesses, expertise, and other strengths. Kadokawa will issue Cyber Agent and Sony 1,422,475 shares each, which will give each company 1.93% ownership, which... You know, 6.8% doesn't sound like the biggest thing in the world, but little by little, I've been hearing inklings of like animators are moving overseas from Japan to China because there's more money over there. They're treating their employees better seemingly, which yeah, the animation industry in Japan is going to implode on itself if they don't start to improve things. But also with this happening, there could be a massive change because once an agenda takes place, it'll little by little start to occupy and we could see a massive change of anime and manga as a whole with things like this. Like we're seeing the seeds being planted. Kadokawa is a very big publisher. We'll see where this goes. But for now, little small stake or the third biggest stake, depending on how you look at it, uh, being bought from Kadokawa via this Chinese conglomerate. Okay, people, next up, it looks as though there's some big news, not only for the Seven Deadly Sins, but also for the sequel manga series, Four Nights of the Apocalypse. The Seven Deadly Sins sequel manga series, Mokushiroku no Yonkishi by Nakaba Suzuki, will have a big announcement in Weekly Shonen Magazine issue 50, 2021, out November 10th, 2021, which it was recently announced that the Seven Deadly Sins was going to have a big announcement. I can only imagine that they're going to do maybe a crossover chapter or maybe a mini crossover series. Like, it's too early for it to be anime because there's only like four volumes, I think, out of the manga unless they're going to do like an anime original thing. So I'm imagining it's going to be that or they could be doing a crossover film. Maybe they're going to start off with an original film to kind of promote the Four Nights of the Apocalypse. Y'all know Netflix is knee-deep in Seven Deadly Sins investments, but... Yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to do there. Either way, big announcement for the Four Nights of the Apocalypse. And they already announced that there's a big announcement for the Seven Deadly Sins as well. I'm guessing crossover. Crossover to promote both. And I want to say somebody told me that the Seven Deadly Sins themselves haven't been present in Four Nights of the Apocalypse. So this will be a good way with all of the anime stuff wrapping up and everything of the Seven Deadly Sins. To use the Sins to promote the Four Nights of the Apocalypse. And get people a little more invested and excited about it. Because, yeah, I mean, the sales are alright but seven deadly sins at its peak is a whole different ballgame than four nights of the apocalypse on top of the fact that the interest and the hype for seven deadly sins you know we talked about the rise and fall of it not that long ago and yeah it was a pretty big fall what are you doing moving forward we got the top 50 best-selling manga of the week of the recent stuff now straight up going into it 50 through 41 tokyo avengers still hanging in there 50 and 49 respectively tokyo avengers with 12,000 and 13,000 on volume 16 and 19 so tokyo avengers still yo even with everything still selling which i have no doubt in my mind tokyo avengers will be at the very least third best-selling but i would love for it to have been number two or one but demon slayer and jujutsu kaisen are strong as hell 
sell, okay? And they have a big five or six million lead over Tokyo Revengers, but hey, they're still selling. I don't know. We still got time. Then going through the list, a little more Tokyo Revengers at 46, which I want to say that was the latest volume and it's already over a million. And closing out at 41 with Toilet Bound Hanako selling another 14,000, bringing it to 204 for volume 16. Then volumes 40 or places 40 through 31 um nothing too notable to be honest with you i'm not too familiar with a lot of these series we got defrag volume 16 and eh, not the biggest debut in four days fifteen thousand. which i want to say this is still continuing on with the shortage the publication shortage because a lot of these sales aren't that great fifteen thousand, fifteen thousand. yeah these aren't the greatest numbers in the world noragami in 10 days thirty-one thousand for this latest volume 24 yeah this publication shortage is showcasing very heavy uh then volumes 30 through 21 tokyo revengers tokyo revengers yeah still still in the ball game 18,000 18,000 three gatsu no lion another 20,000 bringing it to 431 that shit is a a monster up there now here's something interesting right so going up at number 22 and number 21 is solo leveling but i thought solo leveling was manhua i thought that was like uh, Korean comics, if I'm not mistaken. Why is it being counted in with the manga? Unless over there they have, you know, Japanese uh, translated volumes over there. So maybe that's what it is because that's actually in three days. Yeah, these are brand new too because it says these are three-day sales. 24000 a piece. Solo leveling doing very well over there. That's interesting to note. The market is going to shift little by little. It's just that Japan still has a very much so stronghold. But if you just heard, I was talking about uh, Kadokawa being little by little bought out by a Chinese company. At the very least, they bought a six point something uh, stake into the company. Then on the other side of things, you have Korean manga coming through and doing well. Like things is getting real interesting. By the end of this decade, I see Japan not having the big stronghold that they had over the you know industry as a whole over the last 10 years mark my words on that then we got places 20 through 11 kakaguri uri at 19 okay card captors i still be puzzled card captors really <laughs> uh number 16 mao volume 10 in seven days that's the latest manga from the author of inuyasha 32,000. all right not too bad mieruko chan oh my god in three days 33,000. i freaking love that in case you don't know it's like a comedy horror series that uh, the anime is airing right now and it's very very freaking enjoyable i go I, I have a blast with it i think i got like an episode or two that i'm behind which i love the fact that if i fall behind with it i'm fine with it because yay marathon time baby let's go uh then my hero academia is still doing strong on its 21 days deep now forty-four thousand in the latest week bringing its total to five hundred eighty-five thousand. let's go baby we got lady nagar on the cover then at number 11 closing out between 20 and 11 detective conan hanzawa the criminal six in seven days it did a total of 60 or fifty-eight thousand. i like that cover is that jimmy yeah i really like that cover i think this is like a spinoff though if i'm not mistaken because it says hanazawa the criminal six so yeah i want to say that's a spinoff and then the top 10 coming in at number 10 fire force 31 and 10 days a total of 86,000 with 46,000 this week yeah i don't know these numbers don't look great i'm gonna be honest with you again i want to say this is probably a publication shortage blue lock at number eight 53,000 this week 101 comey can't communicate in seven days 56,000. Zero no tea time hmm, i've never heard of that why does the character look like a conan character though <laughs> 95,000 in seven days bringing his total to 120 
which I'm imagining it's like a split week. Then the top two, Jujutsu Kaisen Volume 17, still another 100,000 this week, baby. Let's go. 1.4 million. And then coming in at number one, I love to see it. I'm not even going to lie. I ain't going to hate. I love to freaking see it. Doing 288,000 this week, bringing its total to 356. Very well deserved. Conan, very freaking well deserved. Let's go, baby. 356,000 for its 100th volume. That, that's what I like. I ain't gonna lie. I like these numbers. It's a lot better towards the top, but I still gotta say that this list looks like there's publication shortages. There's just no way to be in the top 10. I mean, it's possible, and maybe my memory is a little bit misplaced at the moment, but doing 46,000 to come into the top 10 sounds a little weak, but maybe I'm off on that. Like, even, yeah, like, number three is 95,000 less than 100K, but... Maybe I'm off. I don't know. And either way, shoutouts to all the manga on this top 50, especially though number one and two, Conan and Jujutsu Kaisen. 21 days, baby. Let's go. And I just quickly wanted to add in while we were here because there's a few jump titles that uh, they haven't been ranking because they've been so low at this point. And on their third week, Black Clover brought in in its third week 13,000 copies, bringing its total to 150,000. Marshall on its third week 12,000, bringing its total to 127, which is kind of crazy that Marshall is only in its latest volume what 23,000 behind Black Clover that's that's nuts uh blue box 8,300 this week bringing it to 96,000 Ayakashi Triangle 4,000 or 4,500 bringing its total to 57,000 Undead Unlucked that's not the greatest it's um on its third week 40,000 total 2,800 this week yeah they definitely I I'm very interested to see the fate of Undead Unlucked after an anime shows up because the numbers aren't the greatest in the world it seems as though the numbers are on a decline in comparison to Marshall that Marshall has kind of been standing its ground and even rising to the occasion at this point but yeah either way those are all of the numbers of the top 50 alongside some of the jump volumes that didn't rank this week okay people moving forward as i've said before this series has been courtesy of jose underscore k over on twitter he's been showing these manga sales and i've been titling it to be honest with you the segment the rise and fall because usually when a series ends especially a long-running like battle manga whatnot it's because the sales are starting to decline so they usually put an axe to it this week we're going to be talking about and it's not necessarily a rise and fall because the fall isn't that dramatic by any means but the rise and fall of fairy tale basically the circulation numbers of the entirety of its run and these are very interesting because first of all y'all know i covered fairy tale extensively for many years here on the channel and you know it was a massive hit massive success but looking at it right here boom volume one actually fairy tale started off very strong over 200,000 and then i'm a i got to imagine that the anime probably came through around what what would it be what volume is that actually looking at this now i want to say that that is not volumes one and on it looks as though that's possibly volume 10 and on maybe they didn't track at that particular point but looking at the sales it just it's a rapid incline especially once it gets to what is that volume 20 if i'm not mistaken yeah i want to say it's like around 20 that's when it starts to incline and it was inclining for a long time it didn't start to like peak out until like it says like 43 and then it started to decline and then by the final volume it was selling that that's interesting to note that it looks as though they start to cancel or end a series depending on where you want to look at it whether you think the author did it or the publishing company behind it the magazine whatever they start to give it an axe once it starts to decline past like the numbers of like the lowest numbers it's had before like you see like in at volume 10 it's at over 200,000 and by volume 63 it's 
closing in on going under 200,000 and that's pretty much where they pull the plug on it and I mean don't get me wrong sales isn't 100% everything to do with it because he wrapped up his story the way he wanted to at the end but yeah it's kind of crazy to see and again it's not necessarily a rise and fall with fairy tale because it's not like a dramatic decline by any means like you can see it's like a steady like hey you know people they wanted it to end already you know we're 63 volumes deep and it so did and yeah, I don't know. I, I, I still got to say Fairytale did very well considering. Like looking at it, it doesn't look that bad of a graph. And it was consistent in sales in the 400,000 range for years. Or from volume like, what is it? 21 or 20 all the way through like 50. It was straight up sustained at that number. Like kudos to Fairytale. Again, it's the rise and slight decline. We'll probably call this segment because these numbers aren't bad at all. And yeah, Hiromashima, he goes on from this to Eden Zero. And now people are loving Eden Zero more than they did Fairytale and not bashing Eden Zero like everybody bashed the crap out of Fairytale. Moving forward, small update for Don the Don. It says Don the Don will be taking a break this week, but will resume on Tuesday, November 9th in Japan with Chapter 31. Shihei Lin will inform in case of changing of the scheduled date. So yeah, Don the Don, no chapter this week. I'm a bit behind on it, not because of the quality, not because I don't like it. I think it's a freaking awesome banging manga just i'm very very busy and there's a lot of stuff to talk about but yeah don to don if you're like you know caught up or whatnot just a week break nothing going on there probably the author fell behind schedule or something like that so yeah it'll resume back november 9th next up i found this to be kind of interesting regarding a tokyo avengers parody about college kids and yeah it, let's just read says Tokyo Revengers will have a parody manga called Todai Revengers. Gang members will go to university with this new Tokyo Revengers series. Tokyo Revengers gang members will go to university with a new manga series that will begin to be published under the title Todai Revengers. The title could be translated as Tokyo University Revengers and according to the official description it will be a series of time travels that takes place in the corridors of the Japanese university. The series will release its first episode in Kodansha's Pocket Magazine and it will be illustrated by Shinpei Funatsu. The announcement was published on the magazine's social networks at Maga Poke, revealing that the first chapter of Todai Revengers will be available from next November 3rd. And yeah, that, that sounds interesting. I'm not 100% so put this on the it's probably happening, but the source of this one is a little bit shaky. So just be on guard on whether or not this is 100% legit, but it sounds about right. And then putting it in Pocket Magazine, that sounds like something that would be done. And if this is legit, that sounds funny as shit, especially if it's a parody. Like a parody, you could get away with putting that in like a side magazine because it's not going to conflict with the story. It's not like it's a spinoff by any means. It's supposed to be just more so like a, a joke type of story. So uh again put it on the it's possibly not 100 legit but i wanted to bring this to you guys attention anyway just because it sounds funny a parody manga tokyo avengers and y'all know how much i really like tokyo avengers the manga especially freaking awesome okay people next up breaking freaking news we saw it coming for a while but this is disappointing to hear and, and in fact it's a double whammy because a lot of people were competing on no this one's gonna survive the other one's gonna get canned no people love this one not the like they both were doing very poor in the rankings wise like they were both being placed at the back of the magazine so in my opinion i looked at it as like they were both failing to begin with but 
I really was championing and rooting for one, in particular the way it was set up, the way it was formatted, it felt like this one's going to go, and over here in the West, at the very least, people absolutely fell in love with it, like over here in the US, it has a very big fan base, one of which, the other one kind of has somewhat of a fan base as well, but I thought, well, if the West is supporting it, maybe Japan will, maybe they're just getting late to the party, so to speak, you know what I'm saying, and it'll pick up, but after the last few weeks of chapters, I knew... Oh, the nail is in the coffin. And what I'm referring to is that according to this, potentially within the next two issues of Weekly Shonen Jump magazine, the Hunter's Guild Red Hood alongside Nehru Way of the Martial Artist will both be ending, essentially getting canceled. Let's just quickly read what it says from the unofficial Shonen Jump Twitter. Red Hood by Yuki Kawaguchi and Nehru Way of the Martial Artist by Hiraga Minya could potentially be ending in issues number 49 and 50 of weekly shonen jump respectively none of this is yet confirmed so wait until official confirmation 99% of the time like every time anyway that the unofficial weekly shonen jump twitter has reported on this they always are correct like there's a possibility there's a very slim chance in blue blazing that no it won't be but every time been correct about this so they probably put that as a disclaimer that you know last minute you know fourth hour ninth hour type of deal things could change but as it stands right now more than like because they've been correct so many different times you could say that they're probably going to be correct on this and red hood and nero are going to get canceled respectively which nero i wasn't really invested in i read one chapter i felt like eh, it's not really for me like it just felt a little bit stale for me again a lot of people yeah enjoy it fair play not saying anything wrong with it it just really wasn't for me however hunter's guild red hood i felt like the way it was formatted the way it was set up the way it was done it just felt like it could have been huge there was so many plot twists early on and the way the last few weeks of chapters it, it was already like clear as day the, the writing was right in front of us that oh no it, it's getting the cancellation because again it was doing bad in the rankings and then on top of that the author was getting real meta with it talking about like yeah the book must end if the people are unsatisfied you gotta read it to understand how meta they got of pointing out pretty much what's going on in the real world regarding the cancellation of this series and another one bites the dust it's disappointing and i hate it because i've been saying for years now like i'm done checking out new jump titles they always get axed and then i read something or i see some hype i see a little trailer that jump puts together and i get sucked back in so i'm not even gonna go with that mindset anymore if i'm never checking out a new jump series until it has 100 chapters because i probably will i love shonen jump manga i love manga in general like i'm a very big anime manga fan hello anime manga for life but it just is always disheartening it's always heartbreaking when you see the potential like red hood over here in the west has a massive fan base already already but in japan for whatever reason which i don't quite understand why it didn't connect a lot of people just don't care about it likewise with nero it could be that the competition is steep i'll give you a prime example and this could actually be what's about to happen who knows i remember when the authors and i've said the story many times but i'm gonna say it again the authors of my hero academia and black clover uh they had manga prior to that both of them they tried a series called barrage and a series called hungry joker and both of them flopped badly barrage ended with 16 chapters hungry joker ended with 24 chapters and they were thrown out of the magazine but when those series appeared it was in the midst of you got competition like naruto you got competition like bleach one piece uh katekyo hitman reborn madoka like 
Beelzebub, you had competition that, oh, yeah, you, you ain't surviving, fam. Which, I take that back. I want to say Hungry Joker came out slightly after Reborn. But I want to say Barrage came in with all of that. So, yeah, everybody is going to be invested in all these other series. You're not going to be able to make waves. After Naruto ended, uh, Reborn ended, a lot of those series ended. Boom, he comes with My Hero Academia. He's in. Boom, he comes with Black Clover. He's in. So the same could possibly be for these authors. Right now, Hunter's Guild, Red Hood, and Nero possibly getting the axe. These authors could, however, in the future, return with something that, you know, because you like the writing. Like a lot of people, they get invested in the series and all that jazz, but there's something about that author's pen that you also appreciate as well. For example, somebody like me that I could go from Yu Yu Hakusho to enjoying Hunter Hunter because this is a great storyteller. This is a great author. I could go from Naruto to... I guess bad example, Samurai 8, but yeah, you got what I'm saying. So there's a high possibility that these authors could return. You could see similar character designs because, you know, their art style ain't going to drastically change. So Yuki Kawaguchi, we could see him in a year or two returning with something new. And maybe by that time, you know, My Hero Academia will have ended. Black Clover will have ended. These big titles that, you know, Jujutsu Kaisen, all of these series that are taking up people's attention might come to a close and he could make waves and Yuki Kawaguchi's next series could go on to be the next my hero the next etc etc likewise with the author of Nero, he might come back and boom be the next big thing because i've seen it happen before i think it's just there's too much competition and for newbies that aren't rocking the market immediately and grabbing people's attention yeah you're kind of squeezed out and it's not even sometimes fault of the series the series is really good like red hood really good i would say that that training ship arc was not the best move at all but nevertheless if you go to hungry joker that the first couple chapters mind-blowing amazing and it's still failed because there's too much competition right now and if you don't grab the audience immediately in a certain way you get thrown to the wolves and thrown to the big never-ending revolving acts of weekly shonen jump so it seems as though hunters guild red hood and Nero both will be getting axed there's a possibility it could change but they've usually been correct then it's it's sad especially for fans like of either series but for me hunters guild red hood i was really digging it the plot twist the wolves the <sighs> why jump why japanese fans what are you doing to me <laughs> and then it'll be my luck that people ppp the one that i actually you know was joking on will go on to be something great and people say haha that's why your series got canceled and ppp is the biggest thing in the world oh leave me the f alone god but yeah people two more jump titles bite the dust i'm feeling phantom seer vibes all over again i'm feeling iron knight vibes through the roof i'm feeling hungry joker takamagahara barad sensei no bogey oh, oh. red sprite god they need to make another magazine to put the canceled stuff that the west likes in there and see what happens like there's a whole other market over here hello or maybe some of these companies could come through and pay these authors salaries and do like you know there, there's other means i mean but i guess a lot of these authors their dream is to pop in their home country of japan so there's that as well moving forward we got the weekly shonen jump author comments let's get straight into them starting off we got yuto suzuki from sakamoto days really awesome that he's at the top in this one there's a radio tower and nagoya called the nagoya tv tower when i was a kid i loved walking up the stairs to the top okie dokie then 
uh, H. Odor, creator of One Piece, said, Bees, Mr. Children, and Glay did a concert together. What a dream come true. It was so cool. I love hearing Oda enjoying his life and not being just, you know, caged inside his freaking studio drawing all day. Yeah, Oda, you enjoy yourself. I don't care what anyone says. Then going on, Yuki Tabata, author of Black Clover. We got a lot of birthday presents for Luck again this year. He is so loved. Thank you. That's why he always makes sure. Tabata never forgets, like, yo, I gotta give Luck a moment. Luck gotta get some type of moment somewhere because he is a fan favorite. A lot of people love him, and yeah, they, they throw him birthday gifts like, yo, yeah, Luck is awesome. <laughs> Luck is pretty dope. I ain't gonna lie, though. Just saying. Then, I wanna do it in honor of, you know, the last few, possibly. Uh, Minya Hiraga, author of Miru, Way of the Martial Artist. I filled my bathtub up for the first time in a while, and a ton of water spilled over. I wanna move to a house where the tub fills up automatically. That would be bomb. I love taking a nice hot bath. Oh my god, that's so dope. Uh, Koya Horikoshi, author of My Hero Academia. I got scared because I got car sick and it lasted for five days. It ended up having nothing to do with cars. Yo, oh my god, like... I don't, it doesn't happen to me often, and I feel like I'm jinxing it now just saying that, like, but I used to get really badly car sick if I would just look at my phone, and maybe I got used to it now, because, like, when I was growing up, smartphones and cell phones wasn't the biggest thing, especially, you know, smartphones, they didn't exist or whatever, but I used to get so sick if I would just look at my phone while somebody was driving, and I was in the front seat or in the back, like, I would get so sick, and now it doesn't happen that often, but, yeah, that would get me crazy, like, oh my god, I'm car sick, and then I'm sick for five days, and, yeah, shout-outs to Koya Horikoshi, though. Glad he's okay. Uh, Richiro Inagaki, the author of Dr. Stone. I'm working on two serializations right now, but I'm somehow able to keep the world separated. The brain is a mystery. Is he talking about the spinoff? Uh, I wonder what, he, what he's referring to there. Interesting. And lastly, Yuki Kawaguchi, author of The Hunter's Guild Red Hood. I was cleaning my room, and I found five Country Ma'am cookies as if they were hidden coins shout outs to yuki kawaguchi man ah yeah ah i don't know what to say else i'm just sad yuki kawaguchi hunters guild red hood for the win forever yeah people those were the weekly shonen jump author comments next up we got a couple of pieces of my hero academia news in particular regarding the world heroes mission movie for starters my hero academia world heroes mission becomes highest grossing my hero academia film worldwide as it opens number two in north america the third my hero academia anime film my hero academia world heroes mission opened in theaters across the english speaking world over the weekend with the dailies from its first day and thursday night showings in north america revealing that the film came in second on friday overall behind dune's second friday but going plus ultra on a per theater average coming in first in the rankings with the dailies it has become the highest grossing my hero academia film worldwide box office mojo estimates that on friday october 29th my hero academia world heroes mission opened to 2,882,381 coming in second place behind dunes five million dollars this is more than the u.s 2.6 million dollars that the previous film in the franchise my hero academia heroes rising opened to on february 26 2020 so it slightly outdid the previous film in which it was number one for the day though heroes rising opened on a wednesday while world heroes mission opened on a friday heightening the competition for the newest 
film and that was just for the first day i want to say in the opening weekend according to this article it says uh the latest my hero academia anime film finally got its first major international expansion this weekend pushing its worldwide gross to over 36 million dollars and to the top of the my hero academia anime film rankings uh the film however debuted number four at the north american box office while it came in fifth at the australian box office so basically in its opening day my hero academia world heroes mission in the u.s came in number two opening weekend it came in number four and in total worldwide with the u.s release now my hero academia world heroes mission is the highest selling my hero academia film in total which you would ideally expect that right like as it's continuing on you expect it by its third iteration to be more popular than ever on top of that the series has gotten even higher with the you know climaxes and all that jazz so popularity wise i feel like it's doing exactly what it's supposed to do it's on an incline right now the third film the most successful of them all again i'd argue quality wise i don't know heroes rising is up there for me still so i don't know but shout outs to my hero academia world heroes mission doing the damn thing doing what it's supposed to do give it praise moving forward big update new sword art online film incoming following the progressive film it says sword art online progressive anime gets new film in 2022 the official website for the sao the movie progressive aria of a starless night anime film announced on monday that a new film in the project titled sword art online the movie progressive kuraki yuyami no seisho sherzo of a dark dusk will open in 2022 sword art online the movie progressive aria of a starless night opened in japan on saturday and standard and IMAX theater and topped the box office chart for the weekend. The film sold approximately 340 million yen, about 3.06 million dollars in its first two days. And Funimation will present the film in both standard and IMAX theaters in the U.S. and Canada on December 3rd. And I ain't gonna lie, I still want to see the film, and that's interesting that they're doing another one, which like i said before i'll say it again i remember them announcing this as oh the progressive manga is getting an anime and they never said what type of anime and then they said oh film and it's probably okay this one did enough that they could continue on we're gonna do another one and continue adapting the manga which again i always was under the impression and if i'm not mistaken that's exactly what it is progressive is the ironcrad arc through the eyes of asana but at the end of the day it's still gonna be a lot of skipping right because it's still confined to the small amount of time that is allotted via film similar to how the anime they did like what 12 episodes for Aincrad and they did 12 for the other thing so it's not necessarily that we're going to get a faithful adaptation of Aincrad or anything like that it just seems as though it's going to be through her eyes and and really gorgeous you know better than ever art and animation but yeah new progressive film coming next year as well they're, they're not stopping they're not letting off the gas by any means for SAO I mean it's been a gold mine damn near for Tate now that I think about it wow 2022 marks if i'm not mistaken the 10th year anniversary of the sword Art online anime insanity next up a lot of people tagged me in this to talk about it so i just figured i'd bring it to you guys' attention because it seems though pretty important to some people it says tomodachi game by yuki sato and mikoto yamaguchi is getting a tv anime adaptation and the manga is in its final arc and i want to say this series is from besatsu shonen magazine and besatsu usually have like those psychologically messed up series like of course attack on titan you know it's a mind-blowing show that was their biggest title and they also have jujika no rokunin that was like the first video i made this whole freaking year about a very messed up manga so i'm actually interested to see what this one is all about especially considering the manga's in its final arc so we might get a fateful adaptation and on top of that a lot of people are recommending it it's from besatsu satsu this might actually be good i want to say it's like a a survival game with friends or something like that but based on the art for starters when i first saw it i was like holy 
that Denji for a moment from a far distance, but then I look close. I was like, oh my god, my eyes need a little work. <laughs> but yeah, Tomodachi game. If you're a fan of it, which Tomodachi means friend, so essentially friend game might be some sort of survival game. And with Squid Game right now making everybody desperate for more survival game stuff, this could be up your alley again. Hopefully, I'm not wrong on the survival game. It might not be a survival game, but I'm almost certain it is Tomodachi game and it's Embasatsu. So, yeah, TV anime. Moving forward, Chainsaw Man fans, we've been waiting. We got that big, beautiful, gorgeous trailer that was trending everywhere. It debuted at the Mappa Big Stage, and they made sure they saved it for the very end of the show, like a six-hour programming, and it's like, oh... At the end of it, finally, some Chainsaw Man. And that was it. We didn't get nothing else. We're still waiting on the manga's continuation while they released all these one-shots from the author, Tatsuki Fujimoto. But finally, some saving grace. This was released. It says, according to a reliable Weibo user, new info for the Chainsaw anime is upcoming. So probably within the next week, I'd imagine or so, we're going to get something, maybe a new trailer with a release date because come on, fam. I'm going to guess right here. It's not going to be winter. We would have already had that. I'm guessing it's going to be a trailer with a spring release date. I'm calling it a spring release date. And maybe they might do it like this because I feel like the production hasn't been the best in terms of like the scheduling behind it maybe they're gonna do a 12 and take a seasonal break and come back with 12 more something like that because i just feel like first of all chainsaw man there's too much material to just try and do a 12 or it'll suck if they try to do like a tokyo ghoul type of deal maybe they'll do 12 godlike looking episodes and then have a three month break in between a seasonal break and then come back with 12 more because again it still feels too soon for it to come considering the production schedule has been delayed out the ass with everything that's going on over there at mappa but i'm guessing we're going to get another trailer a little bit of like maybe a new key visual and a release date of spring 2022 don't quote me on that it could be summer could be even later than that but no later than spring or summer 2022 should we have an anime like you put out a big trailer and then you go ghost like you're, you're ruining the hype you're ruining the hype like chainsaw man hype is eventually going to go because how long can fans be excited about something that is not being talked about like you're killing its algorithms fam and don't get me wrong i'm the biggest chainsaw man fan out there period but i'm just saying next up just a small update on something that was very revolutionary for uh the creator naoki urasawa creator of monster pluto 20th century boys one of the greatest mangaka in existence he had a one shot that he's doing if i'm not mistaken is a one shot with a shueisha magazine that was a very big deal because he's never worked with shueisha if i'm not mistaken and it says here debut color page of the new one shot dr tokuro dokuro no saigo by naoki urasawa who again did monster 20th century boys and the latest grand jump issue and it looks like i don't know if that's supposed to be like dracula a vampire or something and i'm excited i'm excited that naoki odasawa is working with shueisha like they're the biggest publishing company over there in japan it doesn't get bigger than shueisha you work with a, a god like that maybe throw this little you know little one shot there see how it how it resonates with fans and if it does something who knows we could eventually see him in young jump with a serialized manga and that's where his rocket ship to the moon will go because again make no mistake about it he has big hits monsters a classic and all that jazz but to hit that mainstream it would be insane to see naoki Urasawa. i would support the living crap out of whatever he does because i know it's gonna be good but yeah people naoki Urasawa's one shot his first time working with shueisha and it looks like again a dracula inspired or something it looks creepy next up people uh very very big deal so we've been reporting on this for over a year now at this point uh the founder of studio Ufotable, the studio behind fate zero fate stay night unlimited Blade 
Slave Works, uh, Fate Stay Night, Heaven's Feel, and of course, y'all know more than likely from Demon Slayer, the Demon Slayer anime. Well, he was convicted of tax evasion and all sorts of really crazy stuff for years and years. Uh, now it says here, prosecutors seek 20-month sentence for Ufotable founder Hikaru Kondo over tax evasion. The prosecutors are seeking a 20-month prison sentence for the anime studio Ufotable's founder, representative director, and president Hikaru Kondo in the ongoing tax evasion case in Tokyo. The prosecution claimed on Monday that Kondo directed the company to repeatedly commit accounting fraud when profits were high and initially denied the company's responsibility to pay taxes in good faith. The court is scheduled to deliver its verdict on December 10th. And of course, Kondo had admitted to the charge of violating the Corporation Tax Act and Consumption Tax Act by failing to pay $1.25 million in taxes at a preliminary hearing by the Tokyo District Court on September 17th. And of course, he had apologized and all that jazz. I don't know. A part of me feels like it's going to go one or two ways, right? Here's just putting it in a broad stroke. Either because he's who he is and what he's done and whatnot, they might slap him with probation. But because it's Japan and they don't play that, they might make him as an example. Any corporation, y'all want to try and play this? Look what's happening. He is the founder of, y'all love Demon Slayer, right? Everybody knows what Demon Slayer is. We're putting him in prison for playing with our money. Y'all don't play with that. We don't play that, that here. So it could go either way. Uh, I'm wishing him the best. I don't wish jail and prison on nobody, man. Let alone, you know, he, he did some financial white-collar crime and like that. Like, come on, you know, make him pay back. Make him pay back double whatever it is if you want to put him on probation. But you're going to put him in a jail cell because he was committing white-collar crimes and shit like that. Like, eh. I don't know. It just seems a little bit ridiculous to me, especially like this is a high-profile case. It would be nice that they don't always go with the 99.9% .9 conviction rate. Like, come on. He confessed. He said he's sorry. He's going to pay back and then some like, but we got to wait and see either way. Sending best wishes to everything going on over there because that is one hell of a big mess. Thankfully, it doesn't seem as though it's going to affect Studio Ufotable or anything like that because I believe he stepped down a while ago already from his positions because imagine if he was like, no, I'm not leaving. Like, yeah, it would have been really bad. Okay, people. And lastly, apparently the Gantz Hollywood live action is continuing on and I want to say they got a director for it now. It says Gantz Hollywood live action film finds its director it seems that the Gantz Hollywood live action film is going ahead and today Deadline revealed who will be helming the adaptation of Hiroya Oku's popular manga series Deadline has announced that Overlord not the anime the 2018 horror film director Julius Avery will be directing Gantz based on a script by Arrow producer Mark Guggenheim with Sony Pictures set to distribute the film though it hasn't had a date set to stage yet the film just got its director after all Temple Hill known for the Twilight series and the adaptation of John Green's books The Fault in Our Stars and Looking for Alaska will be producing the Gantz movie for Sony Pictures and here's something interesting that makes me think this isn't gonna go well right because during an interview with Crunchyroll earlier this year the Gantz creator Hiroya Oku mentioned that the deal to make a live-action Gantz film occurred back in 2020 and that production was likely stalled due to the pandemic and Oku exclaimed that if production wasn't going forward he would have liked to have the rights back but considering Sony Pictures is pushing forward Oku will have to wait for the rights to return to him now when an author comes out and says like yo I want my rights back <laughs> especially with something like this it makes me worried I ain't gonna lie I'm worried about this I, I I want to say that the live-action Gantz that they did in Japan was actually well-received, so them doing a Hollywood adaptation is like, 
Mm, okay, whatevs. I don't know. Like, I like the first, what, 25 episodes? Was it? No. Uh, the first half of the original anime of Gans. I think it was like 25. I want to say the original Gans was 50 episodes. Maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. Either way, I like some of Gans. Uh, the author in general, he's a great freaking author. Like, I always say Inuyashiki's dope. And, yeah, I don't know. It seems as though, like, they know that their rights are possibly expiring or because they're not doing anything with it. Because usually there's things inside of contracts. Like, if you don't make it by X amount of time, if you don't do this by X amount of time, then automatically you lose your rights. And Sony probably paid a lot of money to get the rights to Gantz. And they're like, no, no, no. Uh, hey, we got a director coming. Don't worry. We ain't losing these rights, baby. But yeah, Gantz live action underway with the scriptwriter of Arrow. Arrow was hit or miss, if I remember. I watched like the first two or three seasons and it was somewhat hit or miss. And I want to say towards the end, like it went downhill. A lot of people told me. And then I'm not familiar with Overlord. The person that's going to be directing it did Overlord, not the anime, the live action horror film. So I don't know. And yeah, people, those were all the stories we covered in today's episode. Curious what you guys think. The most important story we covered. Studio Ufotable, very, very crazy stuff and just in general a whole bunch of things and yeah what do you usually return to for never news for but that's all i have for this one thanks for watching hope you enjoyed if you liked anything i had to say or enjoyed the video drop me a like i'd greatly appreciate it and if you want more from me make sure to subscribe follow me on twitter instagram hit that bell to get all notifications and if you want to follow any of my other social media links are in the description below i'm from world and as always people have an awesome day and remember the golden rule anime and manga for life Bye. Have an awesome day. Peace in. And you guys just watched another episode of Whatever News. Have an awesome day.